so what happened in 2019 after the xenophobic outbreak the refugees and asylum seekers sought um a safe haven at and started making living arrangements outside the unhcr and then the city brought um an interdict and the interdict was granted and they were removed so the women and children were sent to lindella a detention facility but they weren't sent there as detainees and they were just sent there because that's the the well, Home Affairs says those, that's the only place that's available, and the men were then sent to prison and charged with trespassing. The men had been in prison for two years, um, and the the case was only finalized last year around June, and they were charged with one month for trespassing. So um, basically, they spent a two-year period waiting to be, waiting for their trial and and so forth mm. uh, for a for a penalty which ultimately was just one month so like 40 years they forgot about them and the woman and children were staying in lindella since and then when the woman and children were dropped off by home affairs outside the unhcr and that's how they came to, into occupation outside there once again mm. uh mr aduba uh, my apologies i may have just missed it there in your explanation but what did you say happened to the men the men were um, arrested and charged with trespassing. So they were in Hosimampur for over two years. So the judgment that has now been delivered by the High Court uh, earlier this month, what exactly does it say and how does it uh, spell out the fate of these asylum seekers and uh, refugees? So the judgment is was in for, was is basically comes from an eviction application by the city of Tuane. And in the judgment, the the court ordered that they be removed from the premises and the alternative accommodation that's being provided is Lindella detention facility, but they're not going to be held as detainees. This is problematic because even in eviction jurisprudence, there's never an instant where a detention facility can be a place of alternative accommodation, especially considering that there's about over 50 children that will now be staying there and won't obviously have access to education at the facility. And if there's any, um, there's any problems or, or interaction with the police or refusal for them to vacate the property, then they're going to be arrested and charged. And there's a possibility for the children of being separated from their parents. And we just, uh, we know that uh, then the Department of Social Development will have to be involved and the children will just be taken and be caught up in that that system. Ms. Raduba, you know, with regard to um, the countries where these asylum seekers and refugees uh, hail from, can you just talk to us about which countries those are? And also, are you able to confirm for us that they have actually now um, asked to be repatriated back to their countries of origin? Yes. So most of them are from the DRC and surrounding uh, and surrounding countries, but these are they from war torn regions. So them going back to their country is not an option. They have not asked. My understanding is that they have not asked to to be repatriated. What they have asked is to be taken to a place where they can be safe, because they do not feel that they can be integrate be integrated within the South African society because um, xenophobia is r- rife within South Africa. 
So what they have asked and what they are pleading is to be taken to a place where they can be safe. They're not safe in their own countries. They fled their countries. And they also don't feel safe in South Africa either. So what now? Because as you say, uh, the uh, South African government obviously are talking about moving them to the Lindela repatriation uh, facility. Um, uh, and then you've got uh, the asylum seekers and refugees saying that they can't integrate into South African society, neither can they go back uh, to their homeland. So where to from here? I think if there was meaningful engagement from the relevant stakeholders to find a tenable solution, and that was something that has been ordered, that is part of the court judgment, but it has just been ignored for for people to come to the table because this has been an issue that's been happening for two years and these people have been go going um, to and fro from Lindela to the UNHCR and unfortunately this doesn't solve the problem. Um, and this living arrangement at Lindella is only for six months. So what happens then? Do they go back? What's going to happen? So I think, yeah, sorry. You can so, by the way, um, on what basis were they denied, uh, you know, asylum seeker or refugee status? So they they have, they still caught, my understanding is they're still in the asylum seeker process. So there are those who are just asylum seekers and there are those that are having recognized as refugees. So their documentation in South Africa isn't really what's the issue at present. Thank you so much for your time. Uh, Deborah Raduva is an attorney at Lawyers for Human Rights.